Well, hey, everybody, this is a bit of a difficult video for me uh, recording it now because we just got the news and I felt it was important to do a tribute to an artist whose uh, music was very instrumental in my life. Uh, today, it was announced that uh, David Crosby, uh, the uh, one of the founding members of the Birds uh, and Crosby, Stills and Nash, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, uh, passed away today at the age of 81. And this is one of the downsides. Uh, of not uh, doing a daily radio show or a regular radio show. And this is the kind of thing I would be covering uh, on the air uh, were I on the air. Uh, because this uh, this figure's music was so important, so influential uh, in my life. I first heard David Crosby probably when I was about 12 or 13 years old. Uh, I had an older sister who, have an older sister, who was a huge fan of, of Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Uh, as well as Joni Mitchell. We'll get into David uh, Crosby's relationship with Joni Mitchell in a moment. Um, and and I, I listened to the album So Far, which was a compilation album, uh, almost incessantly. I had a recording of it on cassette tape. I probably wore that cassette tape out uh, between, you know, when I was 12 and probably when I was uh, 17 or 18 and, and started to buy their albums, their actual albums, as opposed to just listening to the compilation records. Uh, I was actually, interestingly enough, uh, I was working on trying to do an interview with Crosby uh, before uh, WBAL and I parted ways. Uh, I had interviewed his bandmate, uh, uh, Chris Hillman, a bandmate from the Birds, Chris Hillman, uh, and was working down that road of, of trying to get uh, Crosby on the air to talk about his life. He was a complicated figure, uh, to say the least. Uh, someone who lived life on his own terms and, and I mean that in the most obstinate of ways. Uh, he was someone who was, uh, um, uh, it's not self-promotion, that's not the right word, uh, was someone who stuck to his guns, uh, almost to the point, or not almost, to the point where it destroyed relationships. Um, he was fired from the Birds uh, after essentially souring his relationship with the other members of that band. Uh, there's a very famous story recounted in uh, the, the great documentary, Remember My Name, uh, put together by uh, A.J. Eaton, documentary filmmaker A.J. Eaton, and, uh, and Cameron Crowe, the filmmaker and author Cameron Crowe. Um, uh, he tells a story about, about uh, uh, being fired from the birds, uh, uh, Roger McGuinn and one of the other members coming to him and, and, and firing him, uh, and, and, and destroyed his relationships over the years with his other bandmates in, in Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Uh, uh, Graham Nash, who was uh, arguably the closest person to him as far as music goes, um, uh, didn't speak to him for the last, I, I should say, at least up until the documentary Remember My Name had been made, uh, they hadn't spoken in several years, and they had gone for many, many years speaking every day. Uh, he had a relationship with Joni Mitchell before Graham Nash did. Uh, he met, uh, saw Joni Mitchell perform in Florida, encouraged her to come to California. Uh, they had a romantic relationship uh, in, and he produced her first album and he admits that he misproduced it. He badly produced it, though some of my favorite Joni Mitchell songs like Cactus Tree are on that album. Uh, and then he cheated on her as he was known to do. He began in this documentary talks openly about the mistakes that he made with women, his romantic relationships, his inability to sustain them. Um, and, uh, there's a, there's a great story that's told. I think he recounts it there of Joni Mitchell coming up to him at a party. She'd just written a song. Uh, allegedly it is the song, that song about the midway in which a woman discovers that her boyfriend has been cheating on her and, and she confronts him with that. 
She played the song for him twice. For Joni Mitchell played the song for David Crosby twice. Uh, uh, the second time to emphasize that it was over and done between them. Uh, he, you know, as as many of you know, he struggled with addiction, uh, struggled with other health issues, but struggled with addiction. Wound up being arrested and serving time, uh, coming out and really trying to make something of his life. Uh, not performing. I think the last time he might have performed with uh, with uh, uh, Stephen Stills or Graham Nash. Uh, might have been at a, at a White House event back when Barack Obama was president. It didn't go very well. Uh, and then his relationship with both uh, with with those three bandmates, as I said, had soured. That being said, he owned up to it. He talked openly about it, about being a difficult person to get along with. Um, and and, you know, that that stuck stuck with him for, for many, many years, obviously. Um, and nevertheless, he was a, a brilliant songwriter. He was a brilliant singer. He was a brilliant musician uh, and the world is a much dimmer place without him. So I'm going to go listen to some David Crosby music, uh, think about him. And, and I want to leave you with this. The thing that makes me sad as a fan of, uh, of, of his music, um, was understanding his, uh, understanding his relationship with his bandmates, especially Graham Nash, someone else that I really very much want to interview. Um, the fact that he was out of communication with them for a lot of reasons, um, that should be a lesson to all of us, that life is fleeting and that you should never leave this kind of business unfinished. You know, if you have the opportunity to make up with someone you've had a feud with, do so. Have a great night, everybody. Please stay safe.